The Boiled Sports Handsome Hour is sponsored by Martin Vintage. Visit martinvintage.com for an excellent selection of Purdue apparel. Enter Boiled at checkout for 15% off your entire order. And by AJ's on Vine Street in West Lafayette. For the best on-campus selection of burgers, comfort food, draft beers, and TVs to monitor all the action, visit AJ's. EatAJ's.com. Or is it the happy handsome hour? I can't. I don't. Th- I think. I think uh, happy may be the word that. Uh, Four thirty-one yeah, Eastern. Oh, dad is shockingly distracted, but he's connected to the podcast. Everything seems to be working metaphorically. Uh, I and we are oh, 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 now that I hear that microphone, I don't know. Yeah, that microphone know. might not that be right. Of, that was a little bit of that echoey, like it's on your laptop. No, no, when you hit it, it feels like you listen. No, it's not the same microphone. <laughs> We're off to a, like as good of a it start. Like hopefully, you're in a garage, is what it Yeah, hopefully like. Purdue's uh, coaching search is going better than uh, our current technical difficulties here. Everyone was ju- everyone jumped into the side uh, right away, and someone started with uh, next coach. Greg started with next coach, bad takes only, and we got uh, Trestle, Les Miles, John Gruden, Bo Pelini, um, uh, and, and what's really funny is a bunch of those were on the list last time around. Right, uh, right. Les Miles, Bo Pelini. Um, is it getting frosty in Purdue? Ted says, no, no. And <laughs> come on. Still bad. <laughs> I think we really have... better. I thought it was I, better. It's, it's better now. We'll see. We'll see. It should Keep be good now. It should there be good we now. go. There we That's go. Fine. Now he's back. That's now he's fine. back. All right. All right. Are we live? No. Yeah. Uh, at, at, at Ordron, we didn't do an Ed pod, or did you do a pod, a capsule? Uh, we haven't done player. we haven't done an Ed Capsule yet. Come but, on, uh, you get know. on it, please. My favorite part fun. of this. this, here, this can I, like, I'm, I'm going to say something to, to everybody yeah. out there, and I'm going to I'm going to throw myself under the bus here because it should oh, be, sure it should that. be noted. Seriously, the guys at Boiled Sports who are the the normals minus me, they busted their ass this week. Well, for real, you might want to get more. And it's pretty cool. Like like I, I said, Anish during my quick cast, how how much he loves this season generally, and he's always ready. <laughs> People, people acted like that list that Anish has, the master list, is something that's just whipped up. No, no, no. It's constantly revolving, and he's always ready for the, the lousy thing that we just have – or we're going through now. And and when this comes up, he he start, he gets into high gear. And so these guys – because I can't, I can't claim credit. All I did was the logo. I can't claim credit. I, I appreciate what the they did. So by the way, I, I, I just noticed that just – oh, getting the, the banquet, a, a banquet, banquet here, right? Yeah. I'm going with my boiled sports glass. I don't know if I can start a bourbon this early, but go on. Sorry. Didn't mean to wreck your flow. Um, Yeah, but I I really, I I hope everybody out there, there are some people that have given some compliments to you guys, but mostly it's been things like this. Nope, not for me. No, thank you. And they're not even reading the damn work. Guys, this is not a joke. This is a lot of research and time these guys have put in this week. And I know a lot of you appreciate the fact that um, we, we broadcast, you know, this stuff is harder than broadcasting because they're doing a lot before they 
put the virtual pen to paper. It's it's pretty impressive stuff. And uh, and I want to say hats off to you guys. I, I I couldn't do it this week. I would have loved to have been a part of it. And we would have anyway. we would have publicly busted you up a little bit more had you not have given us warning <laughs> that this right week, you like, were pretty that, clear. Yeah. <laughs> When I said on the pod on Monday that you were in California, that actually the only part of that whole story that was true is you were in California. Yeah. Yeah. The whole exactly. origin story. You actually right. were out there for work. And he said to us, I can't do it this week. This sucks. And uh, so yeah. you did let Purdue know that this is not an ideal week for a coaching change. Yeah. And you know what? They just ignored me. The whole thing. Brom ignored me. Uh, Babinski. 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 <laughs> That's so fun to say. Yeah. By the way, that was a dead ringer. That line. Oh, he he crushed, man. He's so good. He's so good. He crushed it. Painter was a good sport. Like everybody was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was well done. I wonder. Yeah, so what, so let me let me give if, you one more thing. One more thing. Yeah. Sorry. There was something yeah, on yeah. Twitter. I just know I glanced at it right before I didn't read the mm. whole thing. And so somebody you gave like us a hard time for something. And I don't like so there are a lot of things I can deal with. I can deal with people disagreeing. I can deal with uh, being with made fun of. But if I feel like there's a shot on my character, I get bothered. If I feel like there's a shot on your character, for some reason, I get more bothered. Um, and so I took offense to something, and they were trying oh, to be funny. It was a poor attempt at humor. I don't know if they're in here. Um, and so I was like, I'm going to mute this guy. Like, I'm going to go. We're gonna, I'm not mute. I'm going to block. I was what angry. And then he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's all I read. And <laughs> But it sounded like he was being serious and saying we were spreading misinformation about what Purdue was about to do. And I'm like, shit, no, man. These guys have been doing yeoman's work, not getting paid for it. Help, really, the funny thing is, we're not clickbait people. We don't do that shit. No. And so, well, so we're not, read so the damn link. We're really not saying we need it for clicks. We don't get paid on clicks. We don't get paid. So that's, that's the thing. that We don't get paid based on clicks. Exactly. This is just a passion project. But... We do sometimes bait clicks. So the like the urban buyer post. It's a test. Maybe it's it a was test. a little bit of a test. Just like you had that teacher who was like, you know, oh, none of you did the reading. I can see because I told you to read a chapter that isn't in the book. Like, we, yes, we, we put yes. it out there. And I will say, hey, let me also just drop something else in here. Yeah. Somebody suggesting that we were, you know, possessing some kind of knowledge and 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 right. you know sabotaging or whatever. Here's the truth. You can share as much as you want to. We sometimes do get tipped off to things. Oh man, Boyle has been tipped off. He's actually our our. He's. I'm not going to go in any detail because I know you wouldn't want to. But people he's either known in life or lived in a neighborhood of at some point that he talks to directly who tell him. And this has happened a few times. Here's what's going. Like I, there's probably some stuff you, if we think back in the memory bank, stuff we could reveal that we knew now, but it would sound sure. like we're. But it would sound like we're saying, oh, we knew. Oh that. yeah, we totally there were knew things that. about more. Rondell Moore that you knew before it yeah. happened. There were things like about Brom staying or going that you knew before it happened. I mean, the last time. And like you literally got it from a source and came to us way before anything broke and said, I can't, I didn't get permission to share this. And and you've gotten a few tips that aren't, so don't worry, we're not holding anything over you guys. You've gotten a few in, inclin, inclinations about what could be happening without specifics, specifically because they know that we have this, this outlet and that we, we they don't want to put us in a position where we know something. But the point is we could be floating things that we have an idea of. But not, reporting is here's the here's the here's yeah. the dirty little secret. Reporting's not fun at all. 
Like reporting is really hard work. Conjecture like, is way more fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, All of the people awesome. that actually do the work is really hard. The funniest also part of this uh, search, and I suppose I don't know if we want to go into candidates or like talk about the Brahm era just yeah. in general. But All like, but like the um, the candidates that are being brought up are so generic and boilerplate that oh you mean uh, by like the media can, types yeah like, th that you can tell that this is like such an airtight like operation this is oh, what babinski does they man. Got no he's idea. a pro he's a pro i mean and his I press someone, conference made us someone yeah. commented and i can't even remember where it might have been on twitter but they said they agreed with all of us saying we loved how babinski ran that press conference and somebody even pointed out he he didn't give a long non-answer to questions he didn't want to answer. He simply said, "Great question, not going to answer it." How many? <laughs> how many have I you interviewed? Too. Move on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was right at the end, right? That was yep. awesome. The way he handled it, the way he said wasn't it, it like he wasn't he didn't put them in their place. No, nope. he was like, "Great question," and I can't answer. It. And then the guy who was over the presser, who I don't was like, like, that's it. That's it. Good job. <laughs> I guess we'll end there. So, <laughs> so Too many good questions. We don't want. That. <laughs> so we should probably yeah. start uh, with uh, just a, a 10 minute trashing session of Jeff Brom yeah. and how much we hate him for yes. just Panting. everything. Just I want what a Purdue terrible Louisville coach. Bowl game in the near future. <gasps> I think that would be so <laughs> fun. fun. I mean, you know what his yeah. first, his first game, his first and last, first of all, his first and last games at Purdue were in Lucas Oil stadium. And his first game that. was against Louisville. I mean, like it, you can't Gosh, so much like weird, you know, like yeah. uh, poetic symmetry and things. That's cool. Um, Wisconsin. For so, so here I'm going to, I'm going to go, <clears throat> you guys read my, yeah, exactly. Screw Wisconsin. Anytime. <laughs> the, 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 the whole thing about fault. Louisville is, is Louisville, 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 Louisville. Louisville, um, they don't like. So say Louisville. Don't like Louisville. So that, let's do it that way. I don't like that program. I don't like the athletic department. I never have. Okay. I like Jeff Brum. I do. I like his family. I like the whole thing there. And that's why it hurts me pretty badly. I take things personally in life generally that I shouldn't. These no. guys both know it. Um, so like I'm, I'm hurt that Jeff doesn't love Purdue as much as I do. It's, it's kind of that simple. Like, but I think he did love it. I think he, I think he liked did. it a lot. Do you read my? I think he liked it a lot, but he loves yes. Louisville. I, you of know, course, you know that's what? okay. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, so here's the thing. first of all, if you hear any national reporter, any like people that talk about college football, any whatever that says it's about the money, uh, don't listen to them on this no. topic. Um, if you look at their contract, it's a lie. It's a flat out lie. If you look at the contract. His it it because uh, I think it was a seven year um, seven season contract and so the option was it for six? so it it was like five five and a half base and so then he it gets, ends up so let's six. think about this guys he tell me Anish you can probably figure out quickly you're the math guy amongst the three of us the inflationary increase of his salary is beep, pop, 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 pop. It's, it's 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 he really didn't get that much of a raise is my point. in in twenty thirty. His base will be seven million. Which you could have done that tomorrow. Sure, yeah. sure. Babinski like, would have done it. But Be yeah. Babinski actually, and Babinski didn't even say this. Brahms said this within a room full of two hundred and fifty Louisville people. He said, "Mike Babinski came to me and said, write your contract years and dollars, and I'll get Such it.' Such a great thing that he did. It. And but and Brahms was like, you know, it's not about that. 
and Babinski. He said, and he said Babinski knew that too, which means you know the tone was not begging. It was Babinski saying, "What do I have to do? I know this isn't it, but if it is it, what do you want?" Can can I ask you guys a question? Just it's a, it's a, um, because I think all of us were reviewing in real time the the bowl game presser on Monday. Okay, so let's go back in our minds. All of us were watching that, I believe. I, I believe that's true. And one thing that I, I took away and I put, took a couple of notes about it was that Babinski, they almost didn't engage, even though they were next to each other. Babinski was very matter of fact, very dry. I think he knew something was up, like meaning it's in the air. So I'm not saying he was anything was being hidden from him at that point. I just think he said, yes, yeah, something's happening. And it was like kind of a, OK, we're not going to talk about that right now. I don't think he. I don't get the idea that they ever had a, a ton of friction in their relationship. I think Babinski no. was honest with him when he thought things should be better. And I think Brom was honest with him when he thought, okay, things should be better. I need this much money for whatever. And I think when the, when he addressed him, I think it was that same tone. Listen, I understand. What can I do? It's str- matter of fact, not hysterical, such a steady hand. Yeah. And in the comments here, we have a couple of people saying that Jeff Brom knew Monday morning. I wholeheartedly disagree. I don't think he did Be- because Satterfield didn't because leave for I Sunday don't night. Th- why? Here's the thing. Why would he need to know? Like, what is it going to do if Louisville leaks that all of a sudden they're looking into it and Satterfield's going to do this? When Brom said that he didn't look at Twitter Monday morning after he dropped Brady off to school and he only found out because Brady told him to check Twitter, hmm. I 100% believe it because there <laughs> is there is no incentive for anybody to let Brom know because first, it would put him in a bad place. And second, he probably made it clear he didn't want to know. And third, everybody knew that this was how it's going to end. Right. And so, you know, the the other piece that was here was that um, his wife and daughter ended up going back down to Louisville, you know, a year and a half a ago year or ago. something yeah, like that, yeah. just because his mother-in-law um, was sick and passed away. Um, and so they were, you know, they were taking care of family and ended up staying. It was it was supposed to be temporary and ended up staying again. This was a story Brom told during the Louisville press conference. And like what else like. You know, and then piecing that together with like, you know, Brian Newbert's reporting that says that in 2008, and even when Brom was saying, or 2018, even Brom was saying this at the podium, everybody in his family, Howard Schnellenberger, everybody was telling him to go back to Louisville after one year, one and a half years at Purdue. And Brom was the one that stood on it and said, no, I can't look myself in the mirror. It's not right. And the thing that went unsaid, I sold Rondell Moore on coming here. Right, I can't abandon right. him after one year. Mm-hmm. Brom is not a normal guy. Brom really isn't. He in is, the coaching. In the he's coaching, not a normal yeah, coach. He's, he's probably a more normal guy, right? Human, I mean, right? Like, human. like yeah, he, right. he's very much more a normal Wants human. To do what's fun. But like, man, he he is. He's a dude full of integrity. He rebuilt Purdue's program, like Babinski said. He showed that you can be successful at Purdue. He was probably very good for Purdue at the most critical moment in Purdue's history to be good. And for that, it's like, what other, like, I don't know. I I don't know. I can't, I know it's sad to be ditched. And I know that there was only one job that he would leave Purdue for likely. um, Or like, you know, other than NFL or Oklahoma, right. There was one job that he would, would leave. You You always said Oklahoma. I always thought it'd be Florida. Uh, He didn't want to go that far away. It's, yeah, he wouldn't go that but far But Oklahoma's away. so far away, though, too. I mean, that's the it thing. Is. I, I like, don't in hindsight, on that one. Anish, I, I think, I think, I think all of them are too far away. 
now, like now, Purdue was in a unique position because it was a cool job in the Big right? Ten that was Not very drivable from Louisville. Driveable. That is a weird, lucky. It was the perfect. Right? The per- right? And he was a Tennessee. Former, he was a former quarterback. Yeah. You know, a brilliant offensive mind. He had Midwest ties. Like it very much reminded you of only the Recruited best Kentucky versions well. of Joe Tiller years. Recruited um, Louisville Indiana, really Kentucky, well. Yeah. I mean, like it, 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 the perfect guy for the perfect time. There's nothing but gratitude, and we all I know mean, how this was going to end. You right? can, you can. Brother Don and I were having some side conversations today about this. You can. People get so black and white binary about like whether a guy was good or if he could have done more. That you can. Multiple things can be true. He could have won more games and lost fewer head scratchers. They could have had a 10 win season, probably only this year, or maybe last year. They're only one away, right? So, so, but, but that doesn't negate the fact that he was the key, he was the linchpin in turning around a program that, again, I know we say it a lot, but six years is not that long to go from what, I mean, they were at the depths of what Kansas was just a few years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There was a debate there. Who was the worst? And it was like Purdue, Kansas, and like trying to think of another power five, maybe Vandy, but not then. So I don't know. Maybe Northwestern in the 80s. Like it's serious. It was getting that bad. And he took that from there to the Big Ten Championship. And then the other thing I love is you got all these D nozzles from Kansas State and Louisville now coming in and saying stuff about how, oh, it's a terrible division. It's still the Big Ten. It might be terrible by Big Ten Terrible standards. division. They'll kick your ass in the ACC. Exactly. They'll shut up. <laughs> exactly. Like, I hope you're tuning in, Louisville, right now. I hope you're tuning oh, in, but and, I don't and, see you. And here's the other. Here's the other thing in that, like, you don't read, like Babinski said, don't read anything into the Purdue job based on Jeff Brom leaving for He's, Louisville. That's a good like statement. Jeff, yep. Jeff Brom, Brom basically said it. But yeah, there were two. Here's there's two things. Remember, keep this in the back of your minds, in your back pocket, and every time you got to respond to people, Jeff Brom turned down a scholarship offer to be quarterback at Notre Dame to stay at home and be the quarterback for Louisville, which was a pathetic program at the time. That's Lou Holtz, Notre Dame guys. Yeah. Like he that, could put have that, put your, I mean, maybe you, you people don't get this. This is before yeah. Bob Davey. This is when Louisville was like, or pardon me, Notre Dame was legit the beast. Right, yep. and, and somebody in the, somebody in the in the margin said was was Notre Dame ever a thing? Here's what you need to know about Notre Dame with Jeff Brom. <laughs> Jeff Brom is a very Catholic guy. That's, like that's right. It's 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 a big deal to his family. Okay, and whenever he talked about Notre Dame, it was glowing. I he bet he would have taken the Notre Dame. I bet he his dream. I bet his dream college job is Notre Dame. I bet he might even entertain leaving Louisville, depending on how when long Freeman, he stays Freeman, there. Sorry. Um, but <laughs> if Freeman is hired by Purdue, um, you know, but um, like, I, you know, depending on how yeah. long he stays there. The second thing to remember. So that was him growing up. He believed so much in Louisville that that unknown program, it, it was newly established. It was in the gutter. It was going down like they were considering dropping to a lower level. And he decided to buy into Louisville the second uh, pick Notre uh, pick Louisville over a powerhouse in Notre Dame the second thing is that when he was an adult as a college coach he was passing game court or whatever wide receiver uh passing like quarterbacks coach at Louisville and he had a job offer to join Nick Saban's staff and he turned it down and it's like you turn down Notre Dame 
as Jeff Brom, Catholic, Midwestern Catholic, and you turn down a job on Nick Saban's staff to stay at Louisville, it's pretty clear that it's not an indictment on Purdue. Otherwise, right, it's right. an indictment on Nick Saban, and it's an indictment on Notre Dame too, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, he left for the those, those, that, those are that's great con- context. If any of you guys in the margin margin need to understand what what's happening here, what happened this week, that's that's the whole thing, right? That's that's everything. This guy, family in Louisville are like completely woven together. Uh, we have an expert in Louisville in, in the margins today, Handel Jones. Okay. And he knows about Louisville and he says, he says the stadium's not very good right now. It's not in the best shape. And, and there's probably a little bit of um, uh, poetry there. The program's not in very good shape. Right. And my guess is when Brahm is done there, it's going to be in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, I said, I won't root for Louisville. And I mean that, <laughs> I, I but I do like the Brom family, and I do say that there's there's something, and I've had other private conversations. I think it's bizarre to be this wrapped up in your personal, professional decisions with your family. I think it's bizarre. I am extremely close with my family, so there's the context. My probably two of my best friends are my brothers. My dad and I are really good friends, really close. I live at home near my family because it's a big deal to me. But my parents have never got involved in my career decisions, not once. So I think it's a very unusual thing. I think it's even – I was – here's another thing. I'll give you another sidebar. My brother and I were business partners for 11 years, and I still think it's bizarre to think – to have your whole family involved in your business this much, okay? So that's, that's kind of my – you're dealing with stuff that is way out of my understanding. But it all for the Brom family makes an, an immense amount of sense. Well, I, I... – I see your point, but here's what I would say to that. If, if, and I think I did say this to you in one of our group chats, like if there was a job that if I took, it would make my dad's like year or life. I mean, life. and this it was something to the family I mean, and it, it was yeah. something I also always wanted to do. I think that's the differentiator here, right? If, if he was making decisions based on just what his family wants him to do, I would agree with you. But I think this is now we're going to find out, right? Like, because if, if it doesn't seem like he's happy or if it doesn't work out, then, then right. Like, I guess there's some, but, and I thought it was interesting. I watched his intro press. is not Jeff Brom is not Scott Frost. You know? No, I agree. He's going to be great there. He's going to be what he's been. He's going to be what he's been. Um, he was actually still talking. He's one of those guys who's very like, I got a job to do. I got a job to do. I got a job to do. Right. And he was doing this press conference and he was talking about Purdue in the present tense. He was talking about, I, he, he said, we, we, he kept saying, we, we. And didn't say what we did. He'd say, we've had success doing this and we're good at this and stuff like, like those sorts of statements. And you're like, yeah. wow. Made like, you, I get it made you a little sad, Jay. Oh, of course. God. Of course. But I'm saying, I think I, when you've left it, a job where you did like, but you maybe went to something better, there's sometimes there's a long period where you're like, well, at that place, what we did, what we do, you know, it's like, you're not there anymore. Like, and it's tough. I mean, it was it was hours after he accepted it. So like he was recruiting up to the day before talking about Purdue in the we current present. Because you, like to. To. Well, you, you have, have to. Because you have to. And there's no you do your there's... job up to the last second. There's no that people got mad. Yeah, I don't that. I don't know how to handle these transitions, guys. Like, there's no I, I just way. don't get it. There's I no said it way. to you guys in jest, half in jest. I left a church. OK, that I'd volunteered at a bunch of different levels. OK, but I was just a volunteer and I'd worked for one year as a paid employee, as a partial paid employee. OK. 
So there's there's some there's a professional connection and a personal connect, connection. Both my kids were dedicated to that church. We had a lot of tie-ins. One of my siblings went there. Okay, and when we left the church, it was hard to transition out of that church. Now, can you imagine? Think about what Jeff Brom's done, and we all have made a note of this. He made Purdue personal, as personal as he could. Yeah. Yep. His son is friends oh. with Coach Painter's son. Oh yeah. His kids ran through Mackey Arena in the bowels of it because they said, "Okay, this is kind of your home for the for ever, however many years, right?" Purdue family embraced them, and so when you make this decision, I don't know if there's a graceful way to back out. I really don't, and I don't. I think the I don't even know, like, and I hate this because uh, I don't know how to say. It. I don't. I don't think Jeff Brom likes even a, a a bit of lying. I don't like to lie, and I don't know how to do this without a little lying. <laughs> like, I, I I'm 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 trying to be as graceful as I can here. Like, I'm I'm like he. I think there was a bit it's of lying it's, in here, it's and the why reason you, I think here, here's you mean the, to the recruits. Right? It so no. to. Uh, to it to us it doesn't matter like it right. doesn't matter what you like it lies of omission to fans don't matter i don't think for a second he ever told babinski that he was staying and then right. oh no i agree with i that. think babinski knew it i don't think for a second he um like planned this and knew and this and that and the other but what I do think is that's why you hire search firms as much as we joke on search firms. That's why you hire search firms for that denied for that one level of removal. And that's why you have an agent. He had like, he but he's got just... an attorney. That's not an agent, right? So no, he has an agent. He has a full agent now. Oh, he does now. Okay. That's new, yeah. right? Isn't that yeah. relatively new? It, okay, I mean, so... it's, it is since his 2016 contract. Or I guarantee you that's a guy that he grew up with, right? Probably. He's a Louisville Probably. guy. I mean, yeah. So like, so when we, when everyone in the, in the margins here asked questions about communication, when he knew and all that stuff, he, the athletic director, and he didn't have the connection that the, what's the previous AD name? Anish. Toyra? Was that it? Toyra. Very good. good job, Toyra. I, I, would, I know. I was saying I know, good because I, I wasn't Louis quizzing. Rules. I couldn't remember. Yeah, um, but there, but there are so many connections there um, with his dad and Louisville. And his brother's his dad's like a shadow AD. <laughs> Go he, on. I mean, his the funny thing. There's been some funny jokes made on the knucklehead board. See, knucklehead board is a weird place right now because it used to be someplace that was somewhat cloistered. You paid a hundred dollars, so you were a different level. Now of that weirdness. it's a dollar, you think it's changed? Now it's a dollar. You have all sorts of bull crap just flowing in. By and the you've way, got kind in, of, it's like Twitter in, now. We're right? in full flight aware season. We're in yes. full flight tracking. I was going right to ask now. you guys. I was going to ask you. It's literally on my notes here. Flight tracker, okay? <laughs> Flight tracker is a funny, funny thing because sometimes it's silly and sounds conspiratorial, and sometimes it's right. Kaylin DeBeer was recruiting somebody out of South or uh, San Francisco, and there was a flight from San Francisco to West Lafayette. Kaylin DeBeer is clearly... Uh, we have several people who are demanding that we move on to candidates because let, let me tell you guys how much control you have over what we're going to talk about. It's... Uh... <laughs> Let's so talk about Nebraska think, for a little bit. Yeah, thing, we do have to get some Nebraska talking. One thing Michael that. Gordon said a few comments back, and there's a million things in you in there that you guys have made some good points on. That I good think stuff, a lot but of good stuff. He did say Brown thought he had four, four more years, and I'm not sure, Michael, if this is what you're talking about. But with Louisville football, not despite people saying, "Oh, it's a mess down there," they went seven and five. They made a bowl. 
um, Satterfield was not doing a terrible job. He had a great recruiting class lined up. He had a five-star running back who recently decommitted, interestingly. So I just bring that up to say, I think that's an interesting point, Michael says. Like, Brom probably thought Louisville doing well is not bad for my eventual desires. Like, I'd love to, like, not, not that there's ever a smooth time to do this, but let's say he coached at Purdue two to four more years. Was it eight to ten seasons? Who knows what happens? Who knows how many seven, eight win seasons he's strung together in a row or more? And then it's the job comes up and he's 55. Well, now you're like, now I think even all of us would be like, well, if he's going to take it, he's got to take it now. He's got to. This was probably just a little sooner than would have been perfect for him, but it's yeah. still pretty ideal because it was six years into his Purdue time. And the, and it's the, it's the, so the ideal, roster, guys. The roster, too, it's such a clean – next year would have been a new chapter in Purdue football anyway. AOC because of Allen, yeah, AOC has done the entire class right. is kind of done. Charlie Payne Durham, like there's just there's a lot of it's the mock, yeah. you know, the Mockaby Brady Allen, whoever else kind it's of the next era. ticket, yeah. And so it would have been a new chapter anyway. There is no Rondell Moore that he feels kind of you know, uh, you know, a super a Louisville superstar that you know he recruited and kind Milton of feels Wright. loyal to. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, but like, I mean, gosh, all... he was a little—he's a, he's a Louisville area. Superstar, I missed though. periodically this season. I would just be like, Goodness. "Oh, Milton, oh, damn it, it would have like, been so good." But, oh my but, gosh! But, so the, the, he was a, a, a oh. conclusion on the Brom thing, and I'm sure we'll touch on it. You know, whenever the next coach is hired, but like, a, a perfect guy for the perfect like for the perfect Purdue era that delivered exactly what we needed. Like, man, would we be a disaster if we would have strung together another failed coach after Daryl Hazel and Danny? <laughs> Goodness, Hunter. good gosh, gracious. that was critical. Then, we said it. The then. way that Kansas State, the then the way that Kansas State fans talk about Purdue would be true. Right. Like, there is yeah, no their delusions would be what the situation is. There is Thank no God foundation at Purdue. There is no, you know what I mean? Like if that yeah. would have happened, but it Purdue averages, we got the guy. Purdue averages more people in their stadium than Kansas State's stadium Conceit. holds. Yeah. Like, 10,000 more. And Purdue's not the biggest. Purdue's the bottom four in size in the Big Ten, I think. Yeah, like, so it's like, and base revenues. Let's go, let's go to the coaching candidates because I think – we haven't well before we do it let's talk about my concern and you guys you guys know this i bet the people in the margin know this but i think it's important to bring up okay that purdue has never had two winning coaches hired in a row and when's the last time a coach that wasn't fired when's the last time a coach that wasn't wasn't fired or retiring right right 1982 1981 didn't you say it was like the early 80s the last time somebody left so volition and wasn't being fired. Young, now, Coletto Young, left was, on the his last, own, Young was the last one who left on his own volition. I think Colo- well, Coletto left on return. his own, but he never was. <laughs> kind of. He did resign, which is weird. He didn't take his buyout, which is weird. Whenever somebody does that, I'm like, why? why? Take the cash. <laughs> I mean, like, as a guy who, I'm like, just take the money. It's Do good you think for your Coletto family. had a buyout back then? Sure. I mean, yeah. that's why you have a contract. Isn't that the whole thing about a contract? That I guess you're right. You've got to. I guess I mean, you're right. I don't know. But I don't think buyouts uh, were what they are now. They no, probably would have been like seventy-five it. bucks and a bag of peanuts, but still take it because <laughs> the bag of peanuts can football. sustain you for a Nate, while. Nolan Hostetler put this comment up a while ago, and I messaged Anish and asked him to save it. Jeff got me a Foster Farms bowl ring my senior year working for the team. I'm treated like royalty at Rawside now, thanks to him. Ever grateful. So he bought your love, Nolan, is what you're saying. But I do think that's super cool. Having a by the way, Nolan, were- can you answer this, Nolan? I believe you're the guy that I met going into the convention center last week. 
Was he wearing? Tell me if I'm right ring? in the comments. He was, he was probably wearing, wearing his ring. 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 Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was he wearing a Foster ring. Farms ball ring? No. I thought, so the reason I remember, I remember his last name, and and there's two Hostetlers that follow us. I think wow. it's Nolan. Look at this guy with the details. Yeah, well, my brain did a deep, well. He did a deep audit of the seventeen or eighteen thousand followers. That... I was going to say he does. He had, he's memorized all the followers. And well, it's hard to memorize all the porn bots. That's the hardest thing. because <laughs> well. there are plenty. I think uh, it's half. So there's candidates now. We have the, the Boiled Sports Search Firm has been paid handsomely. And, uh, you know, we have your candidates. Whether um, Babinski is employing us or not is completely uh, none of your business. Um, J Money, the, really it, just everything is falling apart. I dropped here the, the arm broke off. Hang on. I may have to mute. <laughs> but, the, the racket. I know, exactly. Oh. Boiled Sports. This is why the search firm needs this money. We need to improve our infrastructure. Look at this. It's yeah, infrastructure. It's all about infrastructure. <laughs> it's infrastructure week. Look at the damn thing's broken. Look at it. I'm going to hold it like a... Uh, <laughs> like, like Freddie Mercury in a concert. Exactly. <laughs> you, you used to have the little the, the stand that sat on your desk, right? Didn't you? Maybe, but this, I like this because it clamps to the side of the desk. and then I. By the way, around. Anisha's Freddie Mercury reference is so good there. I was watching <laughs> something on the plane. It was about the 80s. And Freddie Mercury, Mercury carried a half mic stand? He took How it. He took know the who Freddie Mercury part. was? Everybody knows who I bet Freddie Mercury is. Our demo is pretty heavy. It's Freddie Mercury plus. listeners. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I think so. Like for what? I literally, Anisha, I was watching and I said, what the hell is he doing with the mic stand? But that was his thing. It's it's so good, man. Oh, he's so good. Y'all should yeah. watch every Freddie Mercury clip that you get. Yeah. Yeah. I think without talking, all three of us ended up with, I think, like the, our top three. Oh, yeah. Like, Can I do this? Can I? Because I, I, I previewed a, par, a top five, but I gave only three today, and I want to give three. It's on a, an envelope, which is the way pros do it. Chase gone. Um, so I want to give my top five, Anish. I'll give you a chance to think about it if you want. I, I'm sure you're, you're – my guess is you have your top five absolutely ready. But I want I to give have, my top yeah, five, and I want sure. to tell why. So I told my top three. I'll, I'll give them again. De Beer, Clausen, Kleeman. Okay? Kleiman. Kleiman. Dagnabbit. I better it's learn fine. how to pronounce Well, I can I know, remember exactly. – so, by the way, when my brother, my older brother, is a huge Brom guy, okay, and he called him Brom, he thinks I, done, I exactly. don't remember it. For the first year. Can LBD, is that true? Yes. He called him Brome. And I was like, it's not Cadillac Brome, it's Brome. It's a, it's, and because he said, well, well, then how would it be Bromance? I'm like, shut up. Stop. It's Brome. Okay, anyway. So uh, so those are my top three. And I'm going to give my other two of my five and then a little addendum. And you can tell me who yours are. Sure. Um, so I have Campbell from Iowa State as my number four. Mm -hmm. And the reason I have that is he is a longtime proven commodity. At Purdue, we have a we have a, an advantage in that we can go after coaches that have built a program, stuck with a program, and been good. This is a lot different than last time, thanks to Jeff Brown. Okay, or Brown. I know Campbell just won four games, four games. I'm aware, but Campbell's record is good. Here's the problem: he would be probably one or two for me if he wasn't defensive minded. The problem, and I am aware of Purdue's history. Purdue has never had a defensive minded coach catapult the program way up. So that's the only reason. He needs a hell of an offensive coordinator to get that. And my number five, and this one's tough, and you guys probably, it's Helton from Western Kentucky. And the reason I like him is he's like a, well, you guys called him, I think you called him Jeff Brom Light. Yeah, in a Jeff Brom Light. But I may call him Jeff Brom Heavy. 
because he was so damn consistent western kentucky right in one bad season he was there longer so uh, the two the two things about very, Helton, very one yeah. he he doesn't have the playing pedigree, which I think swayed a lot for um you know for him or for Brom, yeah. But he Helton, the thing that I really love about him is that in that twenty twenty one year I think or twenty twenty year, um in addition to everything like you know nothing worked at Western Kentucky everything kind of malfunctioned, and what he did was went to FCS found one of the highest powered passing offenses there was brought in their quarterback wide receiver and offensive coordinator just like took the whole thing and brought it to western kentucky gave them free reign of it and they dominated they put up six thousand passing yards let's go 60 something we like offense at purdue let's go 60 something passing touchdowns like what are we talking? Those aren't real numbers. Those are dumb, so yeah. I and every Western Kentucky hire that Purdue has made has worked out. So I don't hate it. Okay, so so I, I'm going to give you my two bonus. Okay, because I went head coaches with experience first. Okay, that was a big deal for me this time. That we've gotten older and wiser as a website. I've gotten older and wiser as a guy who looks at potential coaches. And Purdue has their budgets are different, but coordinators are still on the radar. And the funny thing is. I don't have the everybody's favorite coordinator on my list because of that offense defense thing. My other two are Munkin and Riley. If I was going to give two bonuses Garrett that Riley. aren't hit, yes. Oh, yes. he's he's on my list. Yes. Oh, uh, like that's uh, big time excitement there. But I love Munkin. I love Riley. Um, so there, those are my top five with the bonus two. Uh, I'll reiterate the the fact that Debeer yeah. is probably not my number one for multiple reasons. But if he could bring Penix with him, that'd be great. Except I accept the I missed a couple there. De Beer, then who's your two and three? De Beer, Clausen, Kleiman. I'm a learner. Fine with that. Uh, then Campbell and then Helton. I would not be unhappy with any of those hires. And and um I don't know how to rank it. Like I think Kleiman and DeBoer are both up there for me. I think um I would not I would still be excited about Campbell, even though I think I agree with your assessment that he's not a perfect fit for Purdue tradition wise, right. but but he's 43 and has Gosh. no matter what I and he's been think, coaching there a billion years at he's 43. got like 12 years 12 awesome. he just needs a little coach. little freshening of the he'd be uh, he's intense too oh, he's got he you know intense. what you know who he reminds me of i'm gonna ask you guys if you see this too does he not remind you a little uh, uh like just mannerisms and facial expressions of andrew luck do you see it he's see a lot a smaller strange, troll kind of looking goofy, man <laughs> I think he dresses sharp, though. I like, so, you know, like we've seen this. A lot of coaches have their kind of their look. And we, we learned with Daryl Hazel there can be some really bad looks. Ooh. But I always think Campbell looks sharp. He's got like the vest. He's got a hat. Hair looks, looks like good. you kick your ass to me. Look like he looks like totally he's ready just, to throw You down. run on the field? Oh, he's going to – it's going to be over for you, right? He's not the biggest guy, but, dude, don't mess with Coach Campbell. All right, the Phoenix jokes in the side, guys. Time, time to grow up. Okay, don't. This is not the place to bring your immature. Well, Motor here. City says he would love Phoenix. I bet you would. I bet <laughs> it's you not would. the time to play. It's not the time to play with it. Now is the time to get right. serious. Okay. Right. Um, I so uh, J Money. Do you have Do you have your top list here? Well, your favorites. Yeah. Probably Kleeman. Um, just all things considered. Kleeman, geez, we got to say this Kleeman. right because otherwise the Kansas State bots are going to come for us again. 
Let's go. I want all and of them. I, and, and, and they're and the worst, and they're the stupidest. Let's go. I am petty enough it's that he has risen for sure to the top of the list simply I want, because I, I yeah, bookmarked correct. a number of tweets I want to reply to when correct. it comes to Purdue. Or goes anywhere, frankly. Um, there was a guy today who said to me, he said something like, when was the last time Purdue football, you know, had a couple relevant seasons? I was like, uh, uh, this year? Here's the thing. Here's you end the, the last season with nine wins, beating an SEC team at home, and then this year you go to the effing the conference was, championship. I pointed it out, and he goes, conferences? shut your hole! And he goes, I didn't realize that. I was like, just, you're big, of course big you didn't realize that. it. You freaking we, echo chamber living dumbass. Come on. We, were, we always said, was Chris Kleiman has taken a program in Manhattan, awesome. Kansas, and has like made him. it awesome. He's, He's great. Really Your program's people, great. People mistake people mistake having had a good double-digit win season with that equals it's a better place for a the coach program to be. Is better. Or a better conference. It does not right. mean that. It does not mean that. It is absolutely a great season, and you should be happy about it. But you should also look at it the way we were sort of looking at the Brahms situation, which is like, has he just attained – pretty much the top of what Purdue can attain in their current spot in the West. He kind of has. And wouldn't you agree, Kansas State winning the Big 12 championship over an undefeated team that's making the playoff, that's pretty much as good as Kansas State can, can expect. Could they make the playoff? They'd have to go undefeated the way Case, uh, TCU just did. Then they could get in. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. That's what it takes, no doubt. I, I, I mean, so anyway, Kleeman? Kleeman? Kleeman. Kleeman. God dang it. Um, you give us one, by the way, slow guy. Let's go. I know you're stalling, but give me more. I want more. Kalen DeBoer. Okay, number two. Excellent. He, he's. I also like Clawson, just like you. Excellent. And good. I would. I don't know why, but I've gotten so. I, I am fighting the urge to put Garrett Riley in my top three because why he's you young. Because he's not a coach. Yet. He's not a head coach yet. But I, I don't know it. if you guys read my it. capsule. I know that no one does. They just read the the headline. Yeah, as we talked absurd. about earlier, but he has never coached with his brother. And I find that that's I awesome. find it noteworthy that there's no way that's accidental. That is like, I want to be a coach and be I do not want to be seen. Yeah. I'm already going to be seen as Lincoln Riley's brother. So let me coach other places and try to earn it. And like now he'd still be a super young hire, but he's been coaching since he was like 22. So he's got like right. 10 or 11 years as an assistant coach. And He's like seems to be offensively as innovative as his brother. So, man, I, I and I said to Anish that there are a couple guys on this list that now, if you're Purdue, this is your chance to get them. If you want Garrett Riley, this is it. You're not going right. to get him once he's a head coach somewhere because we talked about Lincoln Riley six years ago, yeah. and that wasn't a crazy thought. So, so, so does Lincoln now? Riley? So does Garrett Riley go the way? of Lincoln Riley, or does he go the way of Ron English when I when I was seeking him back in 08? Like, this is the thing. We're old enough to say we've sought out or we've been like, yeah, I like that guy, right? We sought out guys that went the wrong, like it didn't go well, right? I, but we, we've also yeah, sought out guys that have gone. Well, how about this one? Here, this is the one that I love, that we loved. In 08, we loved Kevin Sumlin. Guess what? Kevin Sumlin, we are right. Kevin Sumlin, good coach. In a and way, then Kevin Sumlin, bad coach. <laughs> it's gone my, that way. My capsule was yeah. that why could he not be good at Purdue? And it's like, well, if you look, he literally, since he left, since his last year at Houston, he has gone down every year in wins, except three years where he maintained. But 
every season has been the same or yes. fewer wins down to zero. So that's a little worrisome. Well, I so, do want to show. I forgot about Houston. Houston, he left on his own accord. Correct. He yeah. got hired by an Went to Texas A&M, A&M got yeah. bought out for 10 mil. My best 10 million U.S. dollar buyout. Leaves, goes to Arizona. What do you get bought out for there? 7.9 million U.S. dollar buyout. <laughs> leaving this aside what he made. is a genius. Leaving aside what he made in all those seasons. You're just and talking he about made an money. average, I found this, of $3.5 million a year as a coach. Holy moly! Is that a lot of money? Dollars, it's my that's, this is my dream job. And he still is There's your career director. That's you it. go call Kevin. He'll probably talk to you. He much While we're on the subject, I have to share with you. Now we haven't gone to Twitter very often lately. The there's a reply to the Kevin Sumlin capsule, and I don't know if this is for real. This is the problem with Twitter now. You can't tell if people are. We've got a guy following us that I'm not sure if he's really an ex Purdue basketball player or if he isn't. No, no, no. I, you can't tell if people are being trolls me. on purpose or are trying or are serious because it's right. sometimes it's indistinguishable. By this the way, guy has guys a pretty, have no idea. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. This guy replies to the Sumlin one and says, this is the guy I want. Okay, fine. If that's the guy you okay. want. Then he says, if not him, then the K-State coach. Okay. Then he says, okay. if neither, or he says, if nether, a big name like, guys, just, you need, are you sitting down? Okay. I'm sitting. I can't wait. Like Drew Brees or, or Jimmy Johnson. Okay. Okay. Wait, I got to profile this person. This person is between 65 and 75 years old. <laughs> got to be talking about a different Jimmy Johnson. The race car driver? No way. Yeah, no yeah, way. yeah maybe. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, I'm going to offend some people. I'm going to try not to offend them directly because I've talked to people with this idea this week, two of them. And I've had to say, hey, but listen. Like the old coaches? Yeah. Bill Cowell. I've been like, it's time, it's time we got to move on. It, it's not the exact same. And I love the people they're saying in their time. I'm like, great. Tom, yeah. uh, Tom uh, or what's uh, Sean Payton? You know, what are we doing Payton, here, guys? Less listen, insane. listen, Sean it's Payton. It's less insane than Jimmy stat. Johnson. It's still insane. By it's not, we're not the so old. He's he's so old. Who, Jimmy? What do we do? Jimmy, Jimmy John. I was not prepared. I was not. You could have given me a million. 80, and this guy says that's my so. dude. You could yes. have given me a million chances that now, I never would. Could have he guessed. be meaning like a guy like that? I, he I could, don't think so. I, don't, I think I don't he means that so. guy. Um, for me, so for any other kind of no, honorable mention, is it for you? Is 79 it, years old, sorry. Jimmy Johnson or Tony Dungy? Which one? That's right, Tony old? Dungy. Correct. <laughs> but yeah. even but Dungy would be less insane. Dungy's than a Jimmy kid Johnson. compared to Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> He's in his sixties. Uh, Michael says Sean Payton really to Eastern Illinois. Oh, so there's a chance because there's the a connection. There's a connection. Right there. Obviously. Maybe they'll be together. Super. Painter could call him and say, "I coached at Southern Illinois. We should, re, you know, we should get together." By the way, by the way, guys, as dumb as we say this is, let's not forget Herm Edwards got the Arizona State job for no apparent reason. No, 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 there was a reason. No, His there was a reason. AD. Exactly. <laughs> That's why he got that job. Money laundering is the reason. Yeah. <laughs> the savers. Oh, shit. So uh, any other kind of uh, honorable mentions, Jay, that you have? Yeah, Jay, you got any more? Um, the, I can I give you like five names. I can't pick everybody. There's lots so, of the, – the good news is uh, – Jimmy Johnson is not on your list. You gave us I know. Like we three. haven't done a capsule. We haven't done a capsule for Jimmy Johnson. I, I said – Dang it, Anish. I said Chris Kay, because I don't want to say it yep. wrong again, Kalen DeBoer, Dave Clawson, Garrett yep. Riley. That's four. How many do you want? And I would not at all be give upset with Campbell. And Campbell. 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 Good. Okay, that's very fine. good. I I think my clear top three, if you know you, it, a top three swings you got to take. 
are okay. Chris Cli- Chris Kleiman, Kalen DeBeer, and Lance Leipold. Lance I love just, Lance Leipold, but I feel like he's it's not just, just locked himself down. Yeah. And he he, and so he I, just he just got there. Even with Kalen DeBeer, like those two are so excellent, such perfect fits. But they just got there, and it's the same thing with Brom and that hasn't changed. That hasn't stopped like, anybody else from leaving, right? You've got the, no, and that's why you got to no. take the swing when you're Purdue. Sure, like right. you've got to try. Right, but he's not really an offensive guy, is he? Um, who? Uh, Leopold. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He he's a he's a he is he's perfect. Like is he's he? high okay. offense, yeah, zero he's defense. He's perfect. No one said um, Jim Leonard, by the way. He's he's uh, there's a know, reason. Uh, well, Lance Leipold is um, kind of uh, modern Joe Tiller, right? Wait, um, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Ron Gable, who I know is a close person. Rob Gable's my boy. He says, now, is he asking the people like the randos on the side here? Yes, or is he please. Asking us? How he many of you got our... Jeff Brom right when he was hired? The Bull Sports search well, form. We did. The people you're watching that. right that. now. Ron knows that. Okay. Yeah, Ron I knows. thought he would. So he's saying that to oh, the no. people who are out there throwing out nonsense. It's us. No, it's us. he's not talking. So Ron sits. Ron, Ron, and I have known each other for a decade. Uh, yeah, and he sits behind me. So those we're in the same block. Those are the so, three yeah. swings, home Good run dude. swings you've got to take. Shout out Ron Gable. Like if Purdue has the facilities, the Big Ten reality, the money, like, and we're you know um, an athletic director that's trying to take a swing, you've mm-hmm. got to make those three you calls. Try that. Yeah, you've yeah. got to try them. Which lands me on if I had ISJ money, this if you had one chip to place on a guy for yeah, the you know, like as this. a bet on the thing, this I think fun. it's going to be my number four, which is Matt Campbell. Yeah, I think if Matt Campbell, because you think that's a surefire win, it's I, well, I think once you get past those three and once you look at the rest of the list, it seems like the best and most real the, the kind of Venn diagram overlap of the most realistic big swing that. Uh, Babinski would take, and the guy that would take the job is Matt Campbell. I think. I think he'd take it right now. I think, it'd I be think a, it, the timing's really good for him. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. so. So here's the thing, and I said this in some of my capsule reviews: is that there's a factor here that maybe it's because of the Brom situation, but <laughs> somebody just suggested we <laughs> hire Tim Tibbs. I saw. Yeah, distracted me, me right away. That made you laugh. Isn't so, it the same thing? Guys could just name guys. Tim yes, Tibbs exactly. that's a guy. Purdue fans can that's name terrible coordinators. So, so I think that there's a factor at play that makes a guy like DeBoer harder or Leipold harder because when you've coached somewhere, say six to nine years, you, mm-hmm. you it's like the Brom situation. You've been there long enough that nobody's gonna, unless they're irrational, is gonna fault you for saying, "I'm gonna look around a little bit." If you've been there somewhere a year. People could have a right almost to be pissed right. that like that's right. not a commitment. You're a jumper, guys. You're a jumper right? right? So yeah. when you look at Campbell, when you look at um, mm-hmm. there were a few guys on our list. Um, uh, Clawson is another mm-hmm. one where it's oh. like been there nine years. Like, yeah. like, are you going to be there for life or right. are you going to jump again? Because, because you've done what again, you can do. You've time. proven. You've done you've what you can do. You made the ACC classes. title game. Well, yeah. ACC title well, game. So awesome. won eleven games awesome. last year. Yeah, people people act like he's not good. Screw you. Oh, he's, he's really good, dude. He's so awesome. Same thing. Like, Wait, he's just a he's a stable, constant, excellent. He'll never coach. embarrass stable you. Stable genius. Is always what we've. <laughs> and I, but it, so if you're asking, are you going to retire there? I really do think that Clawson might. Like, I think Clawson is might. so comfortable and awake that he might. I think, I think that, that conversation, is, right? The where the, we're not talking, but the back channels are talking. I yeah. think that conversation oh, goes either really quickly or right away they're engaged. Correct. Correct. Like I think right away he says, "Nope, yes. I'm not. I'm not going anywhere. I'm where I. I'm at home. 
Right. That's okay, right. fine. That's okay. And if you do that with any of these guys, I think most of them say, well, it's probably going to take too much to get me there, so you yeah. don't need to worry about it. But I think it's right. more like that, right? Yeah. Um, totally. Do you, so I, when did when well, do you think Babinski reached out to Saban's people? When did that happen? Because they... I mean, the only the only way to end his losing streak against Purdue is either to schedule us or to take the job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, speaking of that, Jay, this is a fun thing. Right He's there. been at Alabama. What's he going to do? Retire at Alabama? Yes, you yeah, that's take an absurd idea. Is that your statue job? Oh, exactly. oh literally, he literally has it already. Oh, oh I have a couple. It's like Bill Snyder coaching, coaching on. Yeah, it's like Bill Snyder coaching on Bill Snyder Field. Anyway, right. It's right. I have. A, I have a. But uh, don't forget your question you're going to ask because I just wanted okay. this before I forget. I need to All say this. All in here, you know that's. I, I had this thought yesterday about because I was reading a story about Texas A&M because I can't get enough of Jimbo Fisher falling on his face, mm-hmm. and I got this he's thought, kind of slow like, motion falling. It's not maybe it's a maybe it's a Brewster's Millions sort of situation where they were like, right. "Here's ninety five million dollars, but if you, you get it? yourself fired inside of so certain amount of years, you get a billion dollars." And he's like, I, "I can do it." I can figure it out. I'm your guy. I'm your guy. I, I got it. I'll get number one two class, and then I'll lose. They won't know what's coming, and I got banals. Anyway, Alan, sorry, how do you do that? Creativity. Okay, yeah, right, right. My you question watch. is, and I think it's a real question, guys. I think it's really important. I think y'all need to really answer it. So, when Purdue hires Jim Leonard as their head coach, <laughs> sure. So, is that break so, the Kyle Orton, Kyle Smith, Kurt? I, so this gets to my number five guy because there are all these other oh. options. Um, you know, there's there's Dave Clawson, which we've already talked about. There's Dino. We all love Dino. Yeah. We wanted six people, six. Uh, all you people that don't tier. love Dino, watch one Dino press conference and you'll fall in love. He's the best. He's I love him. Greatest. It's it's uh, why is he in our top tier? Because we love Dino. That's and it's our site. That's, that's, that's why. That's Go yeah, away. Shut up. Um, He's a good dude. He's a good <laughs> um, dude. And he wouldn't. The other. And he coached at Purdue. The other names on here are Dave Doran. Dan Mullen, Willie Fritz, uh, you know, all... it's hilarious to me, but you're, you're right up. Made me think eh, it's not, not that bad, but it's a, no, I, if there is a recycled the coach, th- yeah, exactly. If there's a recycled coach that would take the job and it wouldn't be a, a complete disaster, it's Dan Mullen. Right. But then, so if you get past those top three, you swing and you miss, which is likely, then you get to Matt Campbell. And for some reason, it just, the fit just isn't there to me. The next best option is a swing on young guy. So, you know, for, you know, yeah. maybe boiler for boiler doubt, it's Saturday Tyson night. Helton for Jay money. It's Garrett, Garrett Riley. Riley. I think it wouldn't be the yeah. worst thing to have Jim Leonard going. and pair him with Jamarcus Shepard. I love that. Love it. Jim Leonard. Love it. Love it. Love it. Mark Hagan as like the, the oh. three leading the program. Oh. So Hagan's your steady force. He's nuts. I love him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's a crazy shepherd, man. man the player, good type of crazy. Oh. Hey, man, Shepard's the crazy. Other... I love him. Jamarcus, the, the players love him though. And oh, here's yeah, the thing: Bring and everybody, Shep everybody, everybody, the... everybody like that everybody's that's like Kalen DeBeer is going to come to Purdue and just use it as a stepping stone and get a better job, or okay. like, or Jim Leonard's going to come <laughs> and you know, uh, you know, when Wisconsin opens, Jim Leonard's going to come go. and want to kick the shit out of Wisconsin. But that's the on. thing. So here I'm are my two you. things. I'm telling you, that's one, good. this. 
it you want a coach that comes here with a, just a little bit of edge you know what i mean they are you want coaches that have an edge that know how to use the transfer portal that understand modern college football i think jim leonard really gets it and he would be the one to be the one defensive guy that could do it you know i think campbell and he at helped this beat point, number 5 purdue in ross Aid stadium know, jesus christ <laughs> um, damn it everybody's um, old everybody's but, old if he leaves, or if Kalen DeBeer leaves, that's the benefit of bringing Jamarcus Shepard in because you have your homegrown your guy yeah. in house. Your, uh, you know, it, you know, I, I think Jay Money brought up a really, you got Jay Go Money brought up a really good point Always. with Notre Dame and Freeman, and whether that, I mean, like whether that really opens the door because you have all of these. Would they let um, us have the buyout for free? <laughs> But if, yeah, for, for yeah, maybe if you ask the if you ask certain, I take him. Um, Happily, take yeah, him. Um, you know Freeman is their guy. Yeah, Freeman's the number one. It's another man I love. Um, but <laughs> but Sorry. you know you have all of these guys that shook hands with Sean McVay once in the NFL, and now they're off to other they they're thirty year olds right. with other NFL right. jobs, and they all just happen to be white guy, young white guys, like mm-hmm. young thirty year olds, white guys, white guys, exactly. Yeah. You, but it's never there. There is never that rising young assistant that is black that happens to be to get that same chance. Marcus Freeman might be the guy that opens the door for those kind of hires. Um, and man, if it was Jamarcus Shepard at Purdue, that was the poster for that. Like the yeah, only thing I got against Shepard, okay, and this is me taking everything personally. So back to that is I still don't get why the hell he left. Other than he and Jeff got beef, which may and maybe no, maybe. so maybe you'd be better because he would leave for Louisville if he was still here. He'd leave. We have you know Brian Brom is coaching the bowl game because there's nobody left to call offense, right? Like and otherwise Purdue can't feel the team, right? Like the I think Brom would have taken him if he would have stayed. Uh, and so it's probably good that he left. It's also probably good for every assistant coach that's not related to the head coach to probably leave every few years. Um, and Kalen yeah. DeBeer is a really good fit. And he already went out west. So, um, so here's my problem with some of these. We meet, we bring up some names that that. So let's 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 talk about Leonard and uh, Freeman specifically. Yeah. We just went through a stepping stone thing. We just talked about it, and let's we just went through it with Jeff Brom. Leonard and Freeman, they have homes, right? And their homes are pretty easy to understand. Yep. Fickle, I think, could have a very long career at Wisconsin, sadly. Like, oh, it's a disaster. Really, really, it's just an absolute disaster. disaster. The worst, right? The worst. But the next guy in line would be Leonard in some way, right? And then the next guy in line at Ohio State is probably Freeman. If he Freeman figures it out, which he looks like he's I don't No, I, I actually think that Fickle would probably leave Wisconsin for that job, for Ohio State, Ohio which State. would be hilarious. Yes. So that – so the big – Big Ten has never done the SEC incestuous thing, and I think we're about to enter that era because I think Fickle was – Are you saying Purdue's hiring Peach? Exactly. I heard you say. Uh, (laughs) I think – I think – I think that would be full circle, wouldn't it? I think um, uh, Fickle would leave for Ohio State. I think Matt Rule would leave for Penn – would leave Nebraska for Penn State, which would just make me laugh. Like, I, you know, I think that we're in an era where that could possibly happen, right? Um, 
Well, and if every team is in the Big Ten, that's another way it could happen. Exactly. With a 35 the two things, the two, the two things for our kind of our three, if you want to, you know, if you want to attach yourself to the young up and coming choices, mm-hmm. Garrett Riley would be fun because the historic Big Ten rivalry of USC and Purdue would just be juiced if you have brothers that are coaching against each other. You know, it'd be right. great. Um, it's kind of inevitable, is what you're saying. It's, it's it. It seems Wrong to way. be destiny, right? The second thing is. It, it Leonard coming to Purdue would complete the actual coaching carousel of Fickle going to Wisconsin, uh, Satterfield going to Louisville, Brom going to um, uh, Louisville, or sorry, sorry, Satterfield going to Cincinnati, Brom going to Louisville, and then Leonard going back. You just it's too tidy. Up. It's totally amazing. And it's too tidy. And... It would be perfect. You just rotate your tires every five thousand exactly. miles. Exactly. Easy peasy. <laughs> It's fine. Well, th- let me bring up one comment here. Kevin Past has, uh, if you could bring that up for Anish, for me, Anish. Kevin Past says, why do people say no, 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 three no's to someone? I'll tell you why. As a guy who who was. We love him. I love him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I could say did love him. I still love someone. Okay. That's a Purdue guy, born and bred. Okay. All you have to do is look at his, his if you look at trajectories or trends, whatever you want to do it. Just look at what he did on his last four years coaching. Three of those are Arizona. He didn't compete complete the third year. He was zero and five his last year at Arizona. It would, that was it would completed, be a, by the way. It, would it was twenty twenty. That's all they played. Oh, okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. It would be nine the and twenty at Arizona. Nine. It would be the saddest version of Fred Akers. You know what I mean? It would be well, Fred Akers whole... though didn't have Purdue roots, but it was the exactly end of his that's career, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and I would say that's it. That's the whole thing. Is if you look at the trend. And so it's funny. I had this discussion with my dad today via text, my brothers and my dad on a thing. And he says, someone's my guy. And I said, I told him, here's why this isn't okay. Um, here's why someone is, is not my guy any longer, dad. And I, and I went over it and he says, I shouldn't even. Okay. So, <laughs> cause my dad eventually listens and, and I just feel bad about publicly. This not, this mean, and he will he ever text me again. But my dad says, I think it'd be a good confidence builder to get him back. And I was like, Purdue isn't in the program to be yeah, we're a not. That's builder. that's not how that's, we're. That's old that, thing. That's, we're that's not that way. Old, yeah, exactly. I, you know, I will forever uh, love Kevin Sumlin because there were three people. I still love Sumlin. Um, so I'm with oh my yeah, but there yeah. were there were so. three people that, or you know, uh, two really that made um, when Joe Tiller died their reaction made my heart warm. And one of them, sometimes I go back and watch it. It yeah. was a random press conference that it was just the start of the week press conference after like a generic South Carolina win or something like that, that someone had when that program was rolling. And he spent the first 10 minutes talking about Joe Tiller mm-hmm. and like the impact that he had on him and everything like that. I love him. The other thing was Nick Saban. Nick Saban talking about Joe Tiller, like it was, was awesome. awesome. Yeah, I mean it was so cool. It was it it, it, was it makes his, you real it makes you it realize that we one. had the coach's favorite coach, right? It's like right. it's like Painter cool. right now. It's like right. you have the coach's favorite coach, you had the guy, and it's it that's special. So I'll always have that for someone. It's someone's like right Babers. We we like him. And he's a even he has, even if, if Purdue was, roots, but no thanks. If it was Dino. It, like if he was, if his last five years was Dino's last five years, I'd say, yeah, sure. Bring someone home, but it's right. Not. Covering it's a, a little bit over 500. Like it's a saying, disaster. Right? Yeah. Well, with, you know with, with I mean? yeah. Yeah. Someone it's, it's done. And he had a great career. He would. And Michael brought this up in our group chat. He would be such an excellent offensive coordinator oh, at Alabama that, or at one of these programs. If yeah. he really wanted to do this, you know, he could, yeah, he that, could that go and see. supercharge, 
you know, he could be the old head that knows how this, this is run great recruiter, great offensive coordinator, if you really wanted to, but it, it, that's not it anymore, you know? So, um, so, Hey, I think we're getting close to the end. Um, and I want to, I want to thank, uh, Martin vintage and, uh, AJ's they've done, they, they, they've been they're, they're They've been loyal to us, you know, like we talk about, I'm loyal to, of, um, funnel cake fries. Uh, oh, yeah. And you Go should on. be. Look at you, though. That's amazing. Look, you're a specimen somehow, and you still love the fun. It's healthy. Fries. It is, yeah. It's, it's a it's a it's a pre weight uh, lifting uh, energy builder. It gets you gets you ready for the for the exercise. Have your funnel cake fries. Have your burgers, beef, and beer. Head over to AJ's on Vine. EatAJ's.com. And of course, if you are scrambling to find the thing for your loved one, go to Martin Vintage right now. MartinVintage.com. Enter boiled at checkout. Uh, get 15% off. Uh, they're, they're good folks there. And uh, we suggest you go there. Anish, um, do you have any closing thoughts? I I, I got to say that it's funny. I, I said this in the quick, ca- quick cast that um, I, 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 it's like the, the process of grieving happened with me. It happened quickly though. I would say I, you, you saw it, you heard it. I was hurting a little bit, took it personally, way too much about Jeff Brom. Um, and I've moved on to optimism, like many of the people here in the in the margins. I'm excited about the opportunity that can happen here for everybody involved. Um, is there anything that you look ahead that you're like, you could see some pitfalls, or you're like, okay, don't, let's not make that happen? I mean, I am. I would be concerned if it was a name for the sake of a name. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think this is how Babinski rolls. But you know, if you look at you know the the list here. Um, like I think Jason Candle is not right. Um, you know, I think some of the, the assistants. I don't think names, Fritz is right in my, I, you know, Fritz would have been perfect for like Georgia state, uh, Georgia tech. I think yeah, like Georgia agreed, tech because he's kind of hovered around 500, a lot of seasons. And he right? plays a hybrid version of an option of the, of the option that Georgia, that Paul Johnson option, awesome. a passing, tech, ver- right? you know, a, a pa- more passing heavy version of that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you've got Todd Munkin, is like uh, the name floating around there. Bill O'Brien's agent has been working That's double time to make sure that he's yep. on every list. Um, kind of going down the list here, like Joe Moorhead. Joe Moorhead was probably the road not taken for Purdue. So if Jeff Brom would have turned the job down, you yeah. know, that infamous call with um, uh, Mitch Daniels when he kind of closed the deal uh, after he made a three-year mistake and realized that investing, not investing in athletics was a deadly mistake. And right. Babinski and Mike Berghoff, who are still steady hands, awesome. the, the steadiest hands that Purdue can, yep. you know, Purdue can ask for. Um, uh, Joe Moorhead was the road not taken, and I think it would have been fine, but it wouldn't have been Brom. I think Purdue, Purdue was better than where he ended up, which was an ungrateful Mississippi State after Dan Mullen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, and he won, you know, seven, eight, nine games there and they didn't like it and they fired him. And now, you know, it's, it's very strange for programs to do that. I hope Purdue yeah. doesn't become one of those kind of programs. Um, but, and so I, you know, those are the kind of names where I would just be, you know, Brian Harson is the other one, Paul Christ, like these are the retread names just for the sake of them that I'd be, I'd be really nervous about. Um, how about I'd, Narduzzi? He's literally oh, not. Okay. I hate it. Absolutely. So, so the, the funny it. thing, if you guys don't understand, I'm this, in I, I want to, yeah. yeah, he's in Pittsburgh. So he's up close to the he is, culture. So you're talking about Jim Leonard in terms of the defensive or Matt Campbell in terms of the defensive yeah. guy. Those are young guys. Matt Campbell at this point is a program runner. He's no right. longer a schematic guy. He's the guy you, you 
bring in to delegate and you know and he's got connections to, to good yeah coordinators right That's jim leonard deal. is young and malleable and willing to take chances pat narduzzi would love nothing more than six to nine football games that's what he wants. That right. one year with um, Kenny Pickett was an accident. It was an accident. It was a. It was because a Mark Whipple accident. Dynamic. He does not enjoy it, um, and so it, it. The only reason that Pat Narduzzi's name has ever been connected with the Purdue job yeah. in these recent years is because his agent wants an extension from Pitt, and Pitt mm-hmm. doesn't want to give it to him. And so that you know those kind of hires would be disasters. Um, yeah. And I don't think Purdue's going to make them, so I'm not terribly nervous about it. But um, yeah, like th- those would be the ones that I would be, you know, I've already said the ones that I'd be good with. Like, um, yeah. and I think we've named pretty much everybody on our list, but like, yeah, and it, it would be shocking if it was somebody outside of that because that group, yeah, because either that means it's so far, it's Marcus Freeman, you know, it's so far outside the realm of possibility that we didn't even think that it was possible, or it right. was like so much worse that it's bad. Right. And let's hope like on that scale you're talking about, let's, if, if it's not one of the people we've talked about, given everybody who's listening food for thought, I think, because a lot of people, it's pretty neat on Twitter, they'll, they'll say something and then I'll say why that's an issue or why that doesn't make sense. They'll be like, Oh, I didn't know you guys spent the time, did the research. Right. So it gave some, gave some food for thought for all those people. But if Purdue shoots above our chart, that would be awesome. If Purdue shoots below that chart, that would be like, there's right? some depths there. Yeah. Right. Right. But so what I would say though, I think somebody asked this a long time ago in the margin, what's the day next week that we should expect an announcement. And I can't give that estimate, but I just feel like this weekend is going to be a big deal for the, you know, for the B and B Mike and Mike uh search committee uh i think they're gonna get a lot done this weekend i think by tuesday or wednesday we'll have an announcement if i'm guessing i think we'll have a leak monday and probably tuesday wednesday announcement i'd be surprised considering early signing day if it stretched beyond that um exactly right that's that's the thing the calendar's still rolling time still this still keeps going so the the fact that recruiting calendar has changed and you know coaching cycles and bowls and nothing else has adapted to it has made like this college football chaos it makes it a hodgepodge so much worse right um like if you made you know bowl games or um you know things like that happen the week after the season you know the you, uh, you know start the week after the season you have an expanded playoff so there's incentive to stay you pay the players to stay like all of a sudden and you you eliminate december signing period it doesn't make sense you do it january once the you know once the season is over like that solves a lot of things. It's not the yeah. transfer portal that's created this. It's this early signing period that has. So yeah. I think Purdue has to have a coach, you know, before then there was a, you know, what's the date where you would get nervous if the early signing period starts in it, like, you know, uh, uh, that date goes past and Purdue doesn't have a head coach. That's when you, you know, that's when it's okay to start doubting Babinski. Yeah. And I, th- I think one thing that as, I mean, Anisha, I'm not going to lump you with me um, because you're not that old. But as older guys, both of us have been through this a couple of times. There are a lot of people on Twitter that are absolutely panicking about next season. And I would say, it's okay. It's okay. Pump your brakes. It's a lot longer journey than just one season. So you shouldn't make every decision and have every emotional response to that one season. You should look at the, at the broader view. But 
It is important. The, the thing that if I'm going to keep fighting myself back and forth, it's such a different era with the transfer portal and the way guys can come and go as they want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Purdue's had three defections from their um, uh, class already. It's okay. It's okay. The class and and the the you know Newbert made a good point that the class didn't have Rondale Moore on it you know and everybody right. that was on here already had an existing connection to Purdue. They want to come to Purdue for reasons other than that, and that's the you need a head coach who can who knows the transfer portal and can work it can solidify all of those players, those good players mm. with connection who want to come to Purdue, make it a good place to um, you know end up and. Uh, third, have a recruiting inroads to somewhere else. For Jeff Brom, it was Louisville, right? In Kentucky, right? Like that's where, you know, Danny Hope tried to make it Florida and we knew that didn't work, but Jeff right. Brom had a genuine connection to Kentucky. And, you know, you know, you know, I know there are people kind of jokingly calling him, you know, it's maybe not, but in our margins, I'm pretty sure they're jokingly calling him a traitor. Um, like if you think that, like, if you think that, like, look at the amount of Kentucky recruits and Louisville recruits that he brought to Purdue. Like, yeah. over the last six years, the amount of Louisville fans that were bad-mouthing Jeff Brown for being a Louisville trader, it was, like, off the charts because he was funneling them all here. So right. those are the kind of three things in addition to scheme and program building and not being an embarrassment that, like, you've got to – like you've got to think about when you're making the, when you're making. Yeah. Michael always talks about like in our, in our sidebar conversations about innovation. And I think innovation is a good thing. Um, I think if you look at like some, some recent versions of the recent, it's a, it's a while ago, but I look at what Joe Tiller did when he came to Purdue, he made Texas his hotbed. And he said, mm -hmm. I'm going to go after that second level Texas guy. Mm -hmm. Cause he's really good. That wasn't what Joe Tiller did at Wyoming. That's the thing. It's wild. He said, somebody got in his ear and said, we can, we can make some hay down there, right? It doesn't make any sense, but he found a way. So I hope the next coach is flexible enough to say, we're going to move a little bit. You talked a bit about, was it Kleiman who, 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 who gobbled up that, that uh, coaching staff and that group, right? It was Kleiman. Oh, right? no, it was a Helton. Tyson Helton. Helton. Okay. That, to me, that type of thinking, it's a lot like Matt Painter every year. And, and I know it's a weird thing to cross over. Painter is, has a small enough ego to say, hey, guess what? I've got this personnel or I've got this situation. I'm going to do what I can. But if I can't, I'm going to go and I'm going to change. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, and he still says, okay, we're defined by this, which is mm -hmm. everybody busts their ass. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, it's, it's a big fun time ahead. We got a lot of cool stuff coming. And um, I'm excited about next week. Um, I do appreciate everybody tuning in live. I appreciate the people listening to hey, If we do another um, handsome hour and yeah. a coach hasn't been hired yet, it, that worry, that's when you start yes. worrying. Yes. Um, which is why I think, you know, I'll ask the question that I asked to Jay Money and I, and we ended up with the same answer. If you had, my, my answer is Matt Campbell. If you had one chip um, and you, to, you know, to bet on the next coach of Purdue, what, who would it be? It's it's hard to not say Campbell because the timing, I, like like I look at my list and if it was like the guy that I would put all my chips in on, I, even though De Beers my number one, I'd say Clausen. Oh, and sure. I, you know I've been I've been consistent sure. about this behind yeah, closed sure. doors about Clausen, um, but I don't think he'd come, and that's the thing that I'm yeah. worried about. Yeah. Right? If you put all that in and you're like, okay, we waste all this time and whatever energy you get. You eggs get, in a basket. Um, all these people. Yeah. Eggs in the basket. Right. So I would say it's Campbell. I, I mean, it's, I don't know if there's another answer. Um, 
where I'm like, okay, this could work really, really well. Mm -hmm. And the timing is so good. It's like Jeff Brom's timing. If you guys don't understand that, literally everything was, it was time. Yeah, it was time. exactly. That's so. that. You, you, know, you see any different? You say it's Campbell too, right? I think Campbell, uh, Campbell is the, it's the perfect intersection of guy that's probably ready to leave his current job. Um, you know, Somebody that Babinski would you know consider his buyout, a, by the way, a big swing. I don't, um, but I know that De Beers is something like ten million. His is ten to twelve, depending on yeah. who you you talk to, and that shouldn't be a deterrent for Purdue. No, because you know why it it's it's a down payment because you you put that on the back end of his bio, right? Right. You say you you say like okay, I'm we're going to write this check, but that means if you really want to come here, you really want. I mean, Washington is paying him middle of the Pac-12 right. salary. His his salary which is, is not crazy. Um, so like Purdue could instantly give him six or seven. Purdue could pay the ten million dollar um, uh, buyout, but then Purdue could say for the next five years your buyout is fifteen. 15 flat for five right, years. Right. And that's what, you know, and then, then you, you've locked in essentially either a $15 million check from a big program or, you know, five years of a really, really good coach. Yeah. Um, you know, same thing. It's weird with, though. Cause I don't think Babinski is big on buyouts clearly. Right. Yeah. Well, I think he really... I, that was the other part of this where I don't think Jeff Brom ever lied to Mike Babinski. Otherwise right. you could have made the buyout sky high. But why do that? Why create friction with one of your great employees when you know they're going to deliver for you and you yeah. know what their next step is? And they've been clear about it. They've been honest about it with you. Like, why? The only reason to do that would be to stick a finger in their eye. Right. right. And right. just like if, if it's kind of, you know, it's the least malicious way to say, if you don't want to be here, that's fine. Like, we get yeah. it. Yeah. And you know what I mean? It's, it's not, it's not the angry version of saying that. So I don't, I don't mind it at all. De Beers mm. is 10 million. I think uh, Kansas state, again, he's got a really close relationship with that AD. It's probably not going to happen. It's a hundred percent a call you have to make. If you're right. any, a big 10 or SEC program, every single opening, you know, fr from Ohio state all the way down to Vandy should be calling, you know, if they open, just say, Hey, just, just in case you're ready to go. Kleiman's real. He's awesome. Um, but you know, he probably doesn't, uh, pro you know, he probably takes himself out of the, you know, running for that. I think De Beer may listen, you know, De Beer may see this as like, he's uncertain of uh, Washington's future. They haven't really invested in him. Um, who knows, but just Campbell, it just seems to be like the most likely, you know what I mean? That doesn't mean he's the favorite, but that means like, you know, he's like 8% likely everybody, nobody else is over like seven. Wouldn't it be great for, for like some, I, I would just love to see, cause we talked about this over and over Brom kind of checking off the boxes that he couldn't get done. And I think he, like, if we, that's one thing, it's interesting. We talk about another thing that lines up. He kind of got rid of all those things that he had, the problems that he had, you know, like winning this game versus the only one he didn't get was Wisconsin. Yeah. That's that. And that's a pretty big one. So that's, I guess Jim Leonard's you can, job. When yeah, exactly. Hired. You can solve that by hiring Jim Leonard. That's yeah. why. And I actually really like how we basically came up with the same top three. Mm -hmm. We, or at least the top two. Yeah. We all had our one or two other swings that you got to take, you know, yours, Clausen, mine is climb, or I mean, mm -hmm. um, Leipold, mm -hmm. like you just got to try it. Um, and that, you know, Campbell is the safe option. The one that we probably think is most likely. Mm -hmm. Um, and then and we, we didn't talk young, about this at all. No. By the way. And then we all have oh, our young cool. guy. We all have a yeah. different young guy, uh, you know, swing target, you know, Tyson yeah. Elton. 
uh, uh, Garrett Riley and Jim Leonard. So like it, there's a, there are a lot of good Purdue's in a good place. Purdue's got a lot of money Purdue's in the right conference. Purdue's very lucky to be in the wow. big 10 at this moment. Purdue's very lucky to have had Jeff Man. Brom at this moment. You know, the athletic department is really solid for the last six years. We had Matt Painter and we had Jeff Brom as the faces of the athletic programs. We had superstars like what a, what a great time. So like we're in a fine place and Brom is home and that's probably the right move. What you just said is completely factual and it's weird to say Purdue's in the position where they're, um, they're the hunter when they're looking for a coach. If you would have told anybody, anybody who was a a fan of Purdue to say, you're going to be in a position where you actually have money and have a little bit of power where you can say, okay, this is why you should come to Purdue. And it's not just a weird sales pitch or some, you know, some unusual connection, man, it's different than it was six years, 14 years ago, whatever. Exactly. I mean, when, when the best you could get after Joe Tiller was, you know, his handpicked got like, you know, rah, rah, Lyman coach, right. Shout out to Danny. Hope we love you. Yep. Yeah. You don't want him. You don't want him to. Goodness gracious. You sent that picture. I think it was you or Jay sent a picture uh, on our long hair. His his jawline. It's it's just terrifyingly beautiful. He was awesome. He was awesome. And every day you knew that he woke up, look in the mirror and was like, I can't believe I'm producing coach. I produce coach. Yeah. What a deal. (laughs) So I think we'll end up with a coach this weekend. I'm sure that you'll end up with a quick cast reaction right after and we'll, Mm -hmm. we'll pod later. And if it ends up Tuesday comes and goes and we don't have a head coach, then we'll do a podcast and we'll not be happy about it. We'll not be great. It'll be be fine. Yeah. Also guys, before we sign up, Purdue is between fifth and third in almost every ranking in basketball. We can talk about that later. I think it's pretty good. I'm going to do some research. Uh, Boiled sports analytics desk is on it. Yeah, very good. Yeah, we'll find out the information, but I think it's okay. Excellent. And uh, the other neat thing is uh, Houston, who's in front of them, plays number eight Alabama. Not that I've been looking. And then Texas and Houston play each other. Those are the teams that are in front of Purdue right now. Uh, There we go. And we've already, and we've already broken through the ceiling last year, so people will be like itching again to put Purdue at number oh, one, to put Matt oh, Painter's boy. team at number one. They're going to be oh, itching boy. for it. They love it. But until they got to beat Nebraska, and that's gotta, the thing. Got to like, take care of the business. It, there's going to be a stupid loss in here somewhere. There's going to be a Nebraska stupid loss. is sneaky, and they better. They just had it. an upset, didn't they? Yeah, like they just uh, they beat Creighton uh, yeah, within go. the last week, yeah. and then they lost to Ohio State. No, no, Some, uh, yeah, I don't know. They're not consistent. Uh, Same thing. Like I was impressed with, um, oh gosh, who'd we, um, the big 10 team, um, uh, that we just played anyway. Rugger, like I, no, yeah, no, or whoever we just, I like, I was impressed with them. Minnesota. The last Minnesota. Uh, yeah. Minnesota, Ben Johnson. Um, like I was impressed with them. They're not, you're young and they're, they're not there, but like that was a better team than last play. Like if last place in the big 10 yeah. is that, yeah. Like, Big Ten is tough. Like they've right. got tough players. They could have, you know, Purdue could have slept, walked through that game and been in danger. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's a good team. It's a good team. It's a good time to yeah. be a Purdue fan. It's fine. And when yeah. Chris Kleiman is uh, introduced as a head coach of Purdue University in, uh, you know, uh, four days, five days time, uh, we'll have just a bunch of Kansas State uh, tweets, um, you know, bookmarked and, and ready to reply. Well, it's not going to happen. Again, for people that are clipping this like they clip the blog post, and, right. like selectively just for selective just outrage, for, yeah. it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. 
but I think it'd be tough to have selective outrage that. against you and the and the people that wrote this week because you guys did such a good job getting broad. Right. The net was large, but it's pretty clear if they read them, they can read through the lines and say who's really a serious candidate. Yeah. And you cleared up some of that today, which is great. Well, thanks to everybody for tuning in. Uh, have a wonderful weekend. It's uh, almost six o'clock. You should be heading home from work soon. And uh, God bless you. Hammer down. I love you guys. Good evening.